You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. No pre-show meeting. We're just going, baby. We're just rolling. It is the Unpack Podcast from AcmePackingCompany.com. And SB Nation on Twitter at the Unpack Pod on Instagram for no reason at the Unpack Pod, Patreon, uh, patreon.com slash the Unpack Pod. Like, subscribe, all that stuff. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, like the person who said informative with wit and humor. And as soon as we figure out what the heck podcast that person was talking about, we'll be sure to let you guys know because that sounds great. <laughs> that sounds like a great show. <laughs> I am Zach Rapport at Zach Rapport on Twitter, ready to talk. Uh, Talk some Green Bay Packers with you guys. And to do that, uh, the usual team is aboard. Alex Patakis out in New York. How are you, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing all right. Crazy, uh, busy work week. Peel back the curtain. Kind of just floating in work over here. At least you don't have to watch a football game on Thursday. Hey, we'll get to that a little bit later. Also joined by Ben Foley. How are you, man? Doing all right. Hanging in there. Also floating in work, I take it. A lot of work. Just riding the seas. The seas of <laughs> capitalist demands. Um, I don't know, guys. Let's just cut the banter. Cut the crap. Let's just get right into it, man. 24 to 21. The Packers beat the Arizona Cardinals in uh, what you could call an instant classic, I think, in terms of especially relative to expectations. Definitely an instant classic. Yeah, man. I'm trying to... I, I don't know if there's a better regular season game in my memory like that. I, I mean, I guess uh, 2014 Patriots game. When was that? That was 14, 2015. I don't remember the year, but that was a cathartic one. 14. Yeah. Yeah. But that game, I mean, even that was like meaningless, like relative to, you know, the NFC playoff standing. Yeah. This one's a big one. This might be my favorite, favorite in season memory regular season game at this point it's a big one no adams no lazard no joe barry for what that's worth no zadarius no jair no bakhtiari this team just finds a way to win man and um russell douglas for president coming back to the uh <laughs> the old stomping grounds with uh, what was effectively a walk-off uh interception crazy um let's get into let's get into note nugs i mean at this point we figure you guys out there have have heard a lot of takes about this game, but we're going to stick to the to the format. Hashtag note nugs. Tweet at us after every game uh, on Twitter at the Unpack Pod. We got a lot of responses to this game. The energy was high after the final uh, whistle. I'll go first with my note nug, um, and everything's positive about this game. Instant classic, um, except for the fact that Ben, you were right. The sad slow fox NFL injury music. Um, factored prominently into this broadcast um, 
for what felt like a barrage of injuries really on both sides. Kylan Hill, Texas official guy with a brutal shot to the knee. He's done for the year. Um, the guy who hit him, whose name is escaping me, he was out on a stretcher for uh, maybe a concussion or something. It was Mm -hmm. really crazy. Um, and then of course later and, and later in the game, and we have to give him his, his props here. Big Bob. Uh, Yeah. Just got Sorry, you can you can play the sounder again, so I don't talk over it. I was just having trouble hearing what was going on. <laughs> it's all right. Um, Big Bob suffers a, uh, I believe, a torn ACL out out for the year. Um, seemed like he was also poised to 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 contribute a lot in this game before before he got hurt and um, was razzing him a little bit earlier in the year and said, um, "Won't play or drop until until you score a touchdown." Well, <laughs> well. <laughs> Sorry, Bob. I don't know. As as much as the game was a was a thriller, I guess an instant classic. I still left with the overwhelming feeling that Thursday night football is just cruel and bad. And that was like, it sucks that that was my takeaway from an otherwise very incredible, super memorable and meaningful game. No, no disagreement here, Ben. What about your uh, note nug here coming out of this game? Um, I'm just coming up with it off the top of my head. I mean, I think there's so many, like it was just such a remarkable game yeah. for so many individual players. It's kind of hard to pick somebody out, but, um, I think I'm actually going to pick up Mercedes Lewis who had the best catch of Mercedes Lewis's career. It didn't count. Made me, made me feel much better about potentially losing Bob Tanyan and, uh, Tanyan and, um, yeah, I mean, I it's just like it's it's kind of amazing to see him playing that way into his near forties, um, and yeah, I'll just give give a little credit, especially for like another another good night of of the run offense. I think Mercedes Lewis deserves a lot of credit. So, can I'll add to that um, a shout out to um, our corporate overlord, Justice Mosqueda who placed, I believe, placed a prop bet that <laughs> Mercedes would score a touchdown. He was robbed. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was. I mean, beautiful catch. Oh, great um, catch. Tight end one, baby. <laughs> the NFL should institute a rule where if you catch it with one hand, you only need to get one foot in. It's like two hands, two feet, one hand, one foot. I'd be into they, that. I like Anything it. Anything for that to count. Like, please. I like it. It's pro offense. It's pro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's everything that they're about, right? Memorable plays, OBJ like plays. Yeah. Does it? I mean, I guess the, the the question would be: Would it incentivize, you know, in a good way? Would it incentivize kind of like weird fades, you know, where where some receiver is pirouetting, you know, into the end zone? Probably, hopefully, and hopefully, quarterbacks would probably be pissed answer. at the amount of touchdowns that get dropped because yeah. guys are trying yeah. to one hand it. Um, uh, but it might anyway. increase the number of yeah goal line fade attempts. Which there's like this fervent anti goal line fade faction of Twitter 
just hates that. It's okay. real. Cause, it's, cause it's, it's real an, and it's valid. It is because it's an inefficient play. But yeah. from an entertainment standpoint, like if guys were just going up competing for the ball without as much relevance of like, oh, am I going to get both feet in as I twist my body on the way down? It would be kind of fun. It'd be like that game where everyone just tried to moss each other when you were younger. And you <laughs> I, were playing I'm trying to remember like why, why that came up. Like, when, like what, I feel like it's like an early aughts late 90s tight end fade like i don't know if it was a madden thing or what but it just sort of seemed like the tight end fade to the corner just had its like i, I yeah it had some clear heyday that seems to have largely passed <laughs> but people still seem to get upset about it yeah Maybe it was when uh, NFL scouts realized like, hey, guys who are really tall and played basketball are kind of well positioned to catch this one particular pass. Oh, man, the basketball, the basketball tight end. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. That's like another one. Alex, note nug me. Uh, Okay, I dedicate my note nug this week uh, to just kind of like a little temperature check on where we are on the Packer front office. Brian Gutekunst, I have to imagine, and I saw Aaron Rodgers quoted as saying that they are, uh, I, I mean, I shouldn't bring up a quote without knowing the exact quote, but paraphrasing basically that the conversations are good and are happening between he and Brian. Um, you know, you just beat an undefeated team on the road and Randall Cobb and Russell Douglas are big reasons why. So are those the names that Packers fans really wanted? Not really, but like veteran players do cool stuff. Yeah. Um, and they kind of won you this game, you know? So um I don't know. I just kind of feel if I'm, you know, my temperature check, I'd love to know yours on like where we're at in general and winning, I know heals everything. It's just that like so far, this seems like the perfect storm for like Aaron Rodgers wanting to stay in green bay it was like i think we were all happy he was coming back because like the more football they play the more chance there is to change his mind um they made a couple moves those moves have paid off um yeah i feel really good and i don't feel like you know i'm a hundred percent set on this being the farewell tour um as of now again you know halfway through the the season but um Got to feel good about Goody, man. Yeah. Well, Gotta give him some props right now. To your Rogers point, di- didn't he say something after like the after the Bears game, like to the effect of you know someone asked like, oh maybe this is the last time you'll be playing in Soldier Field as a as a Packer, and he kind of didn't necessarily go out of his way, but made sure to say that he didn't necessarily think that was that was true. Um, you don't yeah. always hear him talk like that, especially in the, the last year or so. Yeah, I think he's like saved most of his, you know, quotes of substance in the media to throwing shade at the Packers rather than like leaving these little, um, you know, hints that maybe actually things are going better. I mean, we don't know anything, right? Like that narrative has since died because they're just playing really well and it's all about the football now. But like for all we know, Aaron got his point across. Some things have changed and they're still winning. So I don't know. I'm I'm hopeful halfway through the season that this is not in fact it. Team um, vibes seem pretty good. Yep. Just generally, and I think I think that the the Cardinals game was a real like I, I don't see how the team could be feeling any better. They certainly looked like they're feeling really good. So yeah, 
Like, did the, de- did the deadline pass? Like, something, it seems like a tradition that uh, in our Tuesday slot that, um, you know, something really newsy happens right after we record, but like... Deadline passed, nothing happened. Yeah, nothing happened. Um, New long snapper. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Hunter Bradley is uh, is no more. Um, It feels like a bunch of teams went out and loaded up to go all in because like they don't really have enough and I don't know if I can say confidently right now that the Packers don't have enough it would be hard to say that after the few games that they've played um I I, the only trade I was like really hoping to see was honestly someone trading for Jordan Love (laughs) like that would have been yeah kind of a game changer and completely changed the narrative and the the temperature yeah was that on the table was that like being discussed no I don't think so but I think people were just like hey man Rodgers isn't done (laughs) <laughs> Rogers on the floor is perfect. Like somebody want this guy for a defensive player? Because yeah, but I, I, go, okay. So go back. <laughs> if, if if this is two thousand six, what was the transition year? Two thousand seven, I guess. Um, yeah, you know. Yeah. Imagine you know Favre gets the NFC Championship game that year. Do you trade? Do you feel good if you trade Rogers that season? No, obviously not. Yeah, I mean at the time, I feel like I. Wouldn't have felt like we're losing out on much, so yeah. Um, be like, yeah, we have we have Brian uh, Brian Brom. Yeah, maybe it's just the way I'm remembering it, and I'm like really being kind of hypocritical in this way, and like saying I would not have, you know, uh, wouldn't care so much if they trade Love and would feel differently about Rogers, but like it just doesn't like. I don't know. Did we? I feel like I had way more belief that Rodgers was going to be good than I do of Jordan Love. But like that's also based on like so little, you know. I don't think I did at that point. I, I mean like I think I thought he was fine. But I mean because cuz you know when was the Matt Flynn game against the Seahawks? That was after Rodgers came up, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh that might have been like 13 or something. Nah, it would have been before that, I think. Oh, oh no! Oh yeah, yeah. Um, sorry, I was thinking of the, the f- other one that Eddie Lacy won. But I no, think I'm talking like the five, the five touchdown. Yeah, the, the yeah. one that got him the contract that he that completely underperformed. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I just like I don't, you know, I think the the moment that it really clicked for me that Rodgers was really the future was actually I the the NFC wild card game in his first in his second season. Um, I mean, obviously, I knew that the team was committed to him, but like that, that the first time where I was like, "Oh my, he's like special." Was that the was, the Cardinals game? Yeah, the yeah. fifty-seven, fifty-three, whatever. Just a brutal game. That was a brutal game. Fun, but yeah. brutal. Uh, sorry, I'm looking up the Mad Flynn game because I hate myself. <laughs> Google break. January first, twenty twelve. Flynn starts the last game of the season against the Lions. It's not against the Seahawks. I was at that game. And uh, he set the franchise for, record. <laughs> six touchdowns. Yeah, threw for 480 yards and six touchdowns. I was at that game. That's my claim to fame for random, cool Packers game that I was at. <laughs> the Matt Flynn. The game The game where Aaron Rodgers made his play-calling uh, sideline debut and uh, called a masterpiece. <laughs> Oh, I, I like to remember that that game. Um, quickly before before we go to break, we'll get one listener note nug. And again, we got a we got a ton after this game. It was really exciting. We thank everyone for for sending those in. Um, but I wanted to um, 
I wanted to shout out uh, our buddy Queso, who who tweets in, can we please, 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 please implement the Shiano kickoff alternative? And he is referring, first of all, to, of, of course, the the play that ended up taking out Kylan Hill for the rest of the season. But um, I think it was a couple of years ago, Greg Shiano um, proposed that we replace the kickoff with a fourth and 15, a fourth down play at your own 30 yard line for 15 yards. So the team could run a play if they wanted, um, or they could punt the ball or run a, a fake punt. Um, let's resurface that. What do you guys think in light of this injury? My vote would be for the XFL kickoff scheme, which I had ever had never actually seen before until people started tweeting it after Thursday night. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. And I want more of this. Can you illuminate me? Yeah, so the XFL kickoff rule. Kicker kicks from the 30-yard line, must kick the ball in the air and in play. Wait. Uh huh. Oh, so you're on their 30. You're on their 30-yard line, I think. Yeah. I think it was like a sky kick, right? Because it had to go in the air. Like they couldn't onside it into the ground, but it had to be like basically like chipped into the air and guys would just compete for it, which is pretty sick. You have 10 guys lined up at the receiving teams 35 and 30. The receiving team at the 30. Um, and then you have the kicker kicking from the 30-yard line. And then you have one receiver. And nobody on the firing line of, of 10 can move until the receiver catches the ball. So you don't have guys running 70 yards. You don't have you know huge collisions from two high-velocity projectiles running into each other. But you still have some fun football chaos happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there were like there were touchdowns. There's there's like no touchbacks. I don't think I can't remember if there's touchbacks. But um, yeah, I mean, anyway, just look up XFL kickoff returns, and you'll be like, wow, that's a that's a great idea. We should do that. All right, everyone's got homework, unless everyone already knew that, and I I'm just becoming <laughs> aware of it. Um, and I don't think they had a single injury from kickoffs on that. Well, that's a stat you can hang your hat on. I support that coming off of this terribly violent Thursday night game. Uh, with that, we are going to kick it to break, come back, and do news and haikus. Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, we're back and have already ushered us back into the spa. Shake off the injuries. Settle in. It's poetry time, baby. Are the Chiefs not good? I genuinely can't tell. AFC a mess.
I don't mean like a mess, like they're all terrible. I mean, like it's very, it's a very muddy picture and it appears to become less clear over time who is really good, who is good and who's uh, a pretender over there. I mean, even just thinking back to like the first couple weeks of the season and it was all, everyone was talking about the, the Raiders and the, I don't know who else chargers. They look vulnerable. I don't know. Um, and then there's Kansas city who, what, what's their deal? <laughs> what kind of, I mean, not to like get too far ahead of ourselves, but the line is, I believe it's Kansas city minus one. I, I wonder if that line changed at all before, uh, after Sunday, but I'm very confused. I, I, I look at them a little bit like, certain Packers teams where it's like, okay, well, they've got an amazing quarterback. So they always have a shot to win and win big. But I um, don't understand what we're getting ourselves into this weekend. Alex, I don't know. Have you watched any Kansas City? What's your what's your read on them? Uh, I actually think they're just not great. Yeah. Like, I, I, I would be kind of disappointed. <sighs> It's it's hard because I think we there's two thoughts in my head. One is like, oh well, you know, when you're doing the schedule game, like the Packers are kind of due because they're doing so well, and this is like a game you can understand them dropping. And then there's also the thought that like Kansas City is just not good, and actually I would be really disappointed if the Packers lost this game because they could, you know, make it halfway through the most brutal part of their schedule as we or we thought. With, you know, one loss still on their record. Yeah, um, that'd be pretty remarkable. I mean, eking out a home win against the Giants. Like, how do you feel? I don't know. How 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 can you say, like, confident? I know it's the NFL. Anything can happen. But, like, this is not the same Chiefs. Like, that would not happen with the good Chiefs that everyone is expecting to show up. Yeah. I'm just kind of, like, not expecting that any longer. So you- And also, I you know, to be completely transparent, I've been burned by them a number of times huh on a couple of chiefs bets so i'm like really over them so i'm uh i'm gonna hammer the Packers. they've uh they've joe burrowed you in the past (laughs) yeah yeah uh oh dude speaking of joe getting joe burrowed man (laughs) i got joe burrowed like hard this weekend but it was it was more like i got a jets mike whited or whatever his name is his name mike i don't know i just Uh, know his last name i think so senor blanco (laughs) fucking guys jets like come on man um yeah i mean they got spanked by the titans like what's their quality win their quality win i guess you could argue the browns but it's probably the washington football team who's also massively underachieving compared to expectations yep i don't know man i just think they're average with a really really good quarterback yeah you think that minus one is the is the home with a good quarterback factor yeah, yep. it has to be. I wouldn't even be shocked if it like, you know, as more injury news comes out, because I think at present we don't know a ton, but we're expecting the Packers to be a lot healthier if that uh, if that moved quite a bit. Yeah. It'll be a weird one, but I'm excited for it. Who's going next? Who's got a haiku? Um, uh, <laughs> I do. <laughs> You're both like, uh, I got it. yeah. Go for it. Ben, I'm going to tee you up. How about them Cowboys? Looking forward to seeing 
Mike McCarthy. Burp. <laughs> I like the this version of the second half of our show where we can we can get a little more uh we can spread our wings a little bit because we're not coming off the hot off the hot off the tails of, of a game. But um you guys watched that uh Cowboys Vikings game? I actually didn't. Good game. Fun game. It's a fun it's it's a weird sensation to um be rooting for the Cowboys. <laughs> There's always like you know it's like two teams you hate play each other and you just want them both to lose. But in this sense and I and I do not like the Cowboys. But I have an affinity for Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy obviously is there. The uh human sandwich burp and <laughs> That was rude. Um, great game, a well coached game, and always fun, if nothing else, um, to watch Kirk Cousins be the best bad quarterback there ever was, or the worst good quarterback. I can't figure out which one it is, but I I always waver between like, yeah, he can get it done. To nope, he's just not good. So I don't know what I'm saying there. It was a fun game. Fun game. That's pretty impressive that Cooper and Lamb both had over 100. Um, and uh, Cedric Wilson had like 80-something yards with a couple of splash plays. Like Cooper Rush, baby. Without Dak, man. Cool. Good for you, Mike. It's amazing they only had 20 points, actually, yeah. given like, what it seems like was some serious production in the passing game. Is it good for but you, I'm Mike, or good for you, score. Kellen? Because I'm, I'm not sure at this point who's running the offense yeah yeah probably kellen but i mean I don't he's know. definitely calling plays but in terms of the offensive vision i wonder is mike mccarthy just the uh, the philosophical and organizational figurehead and um waster of timeouts <laughs> yeah yeah some he might have been better suited at in green bay for t- portions of his tenure ben you uh you got anything to say about the cowboys other than some poetry <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I hope I hope we run into him in the, in the playoffs. playoffs. Yeah, you hope that uh, we be we inch closer and closer to uh, Alex's weird Sunday afternoon fever dream that he had. <laughs> well, not not that part. I mean, wasn't that that ended badly? If that, I remember, it ended it. badly. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, wouldn't it be fun to to you know, especially if they're at home. And and you get uh, Mike McCarthy way, you get to you get to face off. It's like there's a weird kind of prodigal son element. Yeah, I don't know. Yep, sounds fun to me. Yep, in Lambo. Tom Brady, the only one that scares us at Lambo right now. Can't imagine the Cardinals would be really confident going into Lambo with Kyler Murray in the elements. Yeah, in terms of like playoff in the elements football. And who could be there at the end in the NFC? I think Tom Brady's the only one who's just proven that he can he can get it done in that climate. Refs help. Ref, yeah. Yeah, the, <laughs> refs help. Yeah. Good catch. Thank you. Yes. I don't know what happened to me there. <laughs> Blacked out for a second. I was praising Tom Brady. Weird. I mean, that's not to take that's not to take anything away from the guy, but like, yeah, that's one thing I no, don't no, like please. about Let's facing take Tom Brady in the him. playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Like it's like I would rather not face that part yeah 
Agreed. I'd rather not face the refs. They, uh, although they seem to do it every week. Ref corner. That's where we are right now. Um, <laughs> Alex, you want to give a haiku? Yes. The water's running in the little fountain thing in the corner. <laughs> I'm really glad I don't have to talk about freaking Thai summers. That's all I got. I don't know why. <laughs> a game littered with like huge moments. Uh, the most memorable play of the game for me was that recovery down on the one or two yard line uh, on special teams. Great play. Mainly because I've never seen someone not even try to fake a touchdown. Especially someone who does not get the opportunity to score touchdowns a lot. Well, I think so. If you're if you are playing that play as if you um, assume that the receiving player did not touch it, then you want to down it, right? And not. Well, yeah, but I mean, can you advance it if he does? You can, right? Oh yeah, if he does, yeah. But if, but if. I feel oh, like yeah, no, was, he could have gotten a touchdown. I guess I don't know. I don't know. But like it's one of those split to, decisions where I think in his head he was trying to avoid a touchback. Don't be, but don't sense. you just touch it? Like, I mean, I think so. You know, you don't need I don't think if if an, if an, if a kicking team picks up a punt and runs it like you can't force a touchback. Yeah, I, I don't know. Was think. the ball still moving at that point? Was it like yeah, I just got to hop on it? No, he fell. He fell on it on like the one. Yeah. And then, you know, he could have he could have even like, you know, scooted into the end zone for a second there. Just a little boot scoot right into the end like, zone. Like in theory, yeah, he could have like covered himself both like touched it, realized the ref was not blowing the whistle, and then been like, okay, touchdown. I don't know. I mean it did it did it did sound like it sounded like crowd noise was an issue for everyone all game. So I yeah. like I'm not, you know it wasn't the most heads up play. You know, it's not Darren Sharper stripping the ball out of that guard's hands and running into the end zone. Um, but what an incredible it also, play. good pull. What a play. Uh, I, that's well, so that's my, like, that's my, uh, Matt Flynn game is this eminently forgettable Jaguars <laughs> game in 2005 that I was at in person. So, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Th- 2004, uh, I think actually for, for me, with this Cardinals game, the, the two most exciting moments watching the game were first, obviously the interception at the end was one of those, like I literally could not believe that I just watched that happen moments. But then on this, uh, this muffed kickoff that we're talking about now, when they show the replay and they show his finger wiggle a little bit from touching it, I've have rarely been that excited. <laughs> um, yeah. Instant classic, instant classic. Everything about that game was pretty perfect, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Agreed. Well, guys, I mean, we talked a little bit about Kansas City already. I usually like to wrap up by pulling up the spread. I just don't. I agree as we get ready to come to a close here. I agree, Alex, that as the Packers get ready to play Kansas City, I would be disappointed if they lost this game. I know it's. It's it's Kansas City minus one. You got a great quarterback, but just the Packers playing the way that they're playing. I I want to say this. I'll interrupt myself and say this. When I saw the spread two of minus one, I wondered if part of that is Vegas just saying the Packers will lose another game eventually, and we think 
that this is when like the Jenga tower topples over. The odds are more, 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 more and more towards loss every week that, that you continue to win, really. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that uh, also the point total is really high at 54 and a half. So like they're clearly expecting the Chiefs to score a lot on the Packers, um, which I guess I don't know. Like, I mean, Tyreek Hill is still having productive games and they're still not doing great. Yeah. You know, it's like there's just not a lot else happening for the Chiefs right now. Um, do we know for sure? Status of Bakhtiari, Adams, Lazard. Um, we don't yet, right? I don't think we do. I don't think so either. But I mean that that's we don't we don't know if anybody will be alive at the end of the week. Um, I can say that Lazard has been activated from the COVID list. So he should be good to go. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would say if they have Adams, I am expecting a win. Yeah. Um, if they don't, you know, I don't want to be in a shootout with the similar offense to what we had against Arizona because I don't feel as good about our defense creating enough plays. Everything as of a day ago, and we're recording this on, on Monday or Tuesday evening, so these are Monday reports saying that um, Adams still sidelined, but that the Packers are hopeful that he'll yeah. be back. Nice. So, well, haven't seen anything on uh, David Bakhtiari yet, though. But I'm again at this offensive line. Not that it's always been stellar and looked great all year, but they just have gotten it done, man. Yeah. America's game of the week. <laughs> World Series might <laughs> may still be going, maybe. Maybe Joe Buck doesn't call it. I don't know. Um, I don't even know who filled in for him. <laughs> but that's always a random, weird thing to... I don't think it'll be going, though, because isn't tonight game six? Is it? Oh, yeah, yeah you're right. It's already They're already five games deep. Oh, yeah, that'll be over. I'm glad. I haven't we'll watched have baseball in a while. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't blame you. Baseball's losing numbers to like F1 now and stuff, man. Get with the times. Wow. People would rather watch cars drive in a circle. Than watch well, F1, F1, thing is, to F1, be fair, is, F1 is not in a circle. They're not in a circle. <laughs> they're usually in really cool destinations and very fun tracks. but And it's like the world's most obnoxious rich people. Is it? Is yeah. it? It's yeah. track racing. It's just a wiggly track. Or is it like street uh, no? Racing? Usually, it's like a Grand Prix through like a some sort of like converted urban space okay. or a yeah. purpose built. Like okay. in Montreal, I stand corrected. That's super the, uh, cool. Seems highly dangerous, but super cool. <laughs> it used to be really dangerous. Now it's relatively benign, all things considered. Yeah, uh, the reports uh, quickly to close the loop, as we say in the corporate world, on David Bakhtiari is that the Packers <laughs> are playing coy uh, with him. And his status. So maybe, seems, maybe not. Seems like the week for him to come back for. Doesn't seem, you think it makes that big a difference? Uh, No, but I, I mean, it makes some. It makes a difference. difference. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I have trouble. I, I, I sort of see this being a chaos game. Um, and I was so blatantly, <laughs> terribly wrong about my prediction. 
for last Thursday that I feel like I should just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> Say no more. Say no more, fam. Pleasantly wrong. Pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Yeah, we were texting during that game, and we were all just like, wow, we stand corrected. This is an entertaining game that the Packers ended up winning. Who knew? That's the tone uh, that you can always imagine me talking in when I'm texting you guys. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, I'm just going to hit the polka because I got nothing else, and I can feel myself starting to talk nonsense. So... Um, no free Zoom this week, though. By the way, guys, this is the corporate Zoom account. I was I was just gonna ask. Yep. Like, are we against the clock? We're not against the clock. Been... Well, Ben's gotta go. I gotta give my partner a ride somewhere. So we're just gonna we're gonna call it. You got something else to say? Say it now. No, I was just <laughs> I was waiting for the countdown. Yeah, I love yeah. put like, that bit of pressure it puts on. No us. countdown, baby. But it has like helped condition me. To like watch the clock and to try to like keep up the pace. I feel like a real radio producer now. Like every three minutes, I got to make sure we get our whatever it is, Bell and Health ad read or station yeah. ID or. <laughs> and you have to make sure we don't curse. Yep. So it kind of is like the yep. real I think thing. we did good this time. I think we oh, did yeah. good this time. Yeah. All right, guys. Packers, Kansas City, America's game of the week for whatever that's worth. For Alex Patakis, Ben Foldy, I am Zach Rapport. Keep it locked in Acme Packing Company and the audio feed here all week long. And um, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. Go Packers, eh? <laughs>